In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Dear faithful, the Feast of Pentecost is the birthday of the Church, the birthday of the missionary activity of the Church. For some 2,000 years now, the Church has withstood the devastating ravages of time. It has seen empires rise, flourish, and then fall. It has withstood diabolical attempts to destroy it from without and corrupting influences from within. Through it all the permanence and the stability of the church stand out like a light in the night of the sin-darkened world. God wants all to be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth. So, the good news Jesus came to reveal was meant not only for the people of his day, but for people of all time. So while Jesus was personally proclaiming the good news to his contemporaries, he was preparing a man by which his mission would be continued after he had returned to his heavenly Father. He began by gathering together 12 men whom he called apostles. He spent the night in prayer before he called them to come and follow him. He taught them by word and example. As an internship, he sent them out two by two and gave, and gave them authority to proclaim the good news and cast out evils. He gave them specific instructions about what to wear and what to do. When they returned, they were glowing with success. Jesus took them aside for debriefing and further instructions. Before he returned to his father, he gave them their formal commission. Go into the whole world make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have, all that I commanded you, and behold, I am with you always until the end of the ages. On Pentecost Sunday, the Holy Spirit worked a miracle in each of the apostles and through them in the whole church. He changed them interiorly. He essentially raised them from the dead. The Holy Spirit 
wants us to experience the fullness of Jesus' risen life to which we are capable even now here in this world. That's one of the reasons why Pentecost is fittingly the conclusion of the Easter season. Because it is a dramatic exclamation point on Easter. Jesus suffered, died, rose, and ascended in order that we in him, through the power of the Holy Spirit, might experience his risen life. But that life comes from what St. Paul calls living according to the Holy Spirit, setting our minds on the things of the Spirit and putting to death in us the things of the flesh, of the world, of the devil. To say come Holy Ghost is to get ready to burst through the doors of the church and go out to announce Jesus' kingdom, just like the apostles left the upper room. Dear friends, the chronicle of the history of the church is one both of cooperation and rejection of the Holy Spirit. All of the church's great fruit across the, uh, across the centuries has come about principally by our efforts, but our cooperation with God, the Holy Ghost, work in us. The Holy Ghost is the one who makes sense. The Holy Ghost is the one who works miracles. He is the one who helps us effectively to share the faith and bring family, friends, and former strangers to God and to his family. The Holy Ghost is the one who has inspired us to found so many families, parishes, schools, hospitals, and charitable centers. Today, the Holy Ghost wants us to recognize that in all of that wonderful history, he was only getting started. He wants to do great things in us. At this time, in which the church is suffering in so many ways, from self-inflicted wounds and from the continuous persecutions in some places, from those who are moved by the Spirit opposed to the Spirit of God, the Holy Ghost, he wants us to focus on him and his work more than on the problems. He wants us to allow him to use us living stones as he reforms and rebuilds the church. He wants us to recognize that every crisis that the church faces is a crisis of sense. 
and that he wants you and me to become part of his response to that crisis. But dear friends, for that to happen, we must not reject him. But for that to happen, we cannot wrap ourselves in the spiritual poison of cynicism, complaints, and sloth. St. Paul begged the early Christians not to quench or grieve the Spirit of God by their failure to cooperate with him. He wanted them and us to give the Spirit full reign by allowing him to work in us the same moral miracles he worked in the apostles and members of the early church. One of the reasons why so many individuals are lost, why so many families, parishes, institutions are struggling, consolidating and closing, why the church as a whole in many places has undergone various recent crises is because we have in fact been stifling the Holy Ghost work, either trying to do it on our own, or not doing anything at all, or unwittingly taking orders from below. Dear faithful, the Feast of Pentecost, the birthday of the Church, is a true Godsend on which the Holy Spirit wants to give us all a true spiritual rebirth so that we might pray, live, build up and preach together with Jesus. Today, on this feast of Pentecost, we beg God the Father and God the Son to send the Holy Spirit to fill us with the fire of his love. A fire that is meant to spread to all parts of our life so that our existence may become a burning bush that lights with the light and warmth of divine love the lives of our family members, friends, and indeed the whole world. Today is the answer to our prayers and the long vigil prayers of the church in the upper room throughout the centuries in which we have begged, come Holy Ghost, fill the hearts of your faithful and enkindle in us the fire of your love. Amen. In the name of the Father and of the Son and the Holy Ghost. Amen.